The famous Southern Illinois incident occurred on January 5th, 2000, when the so-called St. Clair Triangle was seen in the night skies over numerous populated areas. But what are these black triangle forms? Can they be explained away as a trick of the light caused by atmospheric conditions or by meteor showers? Could they be terrestrial in origin, new secret military aircraft going through test trials? Or are they indeed visitors from worlds beyond our own? Join us on Aliens Explored as we discuss the extraordinary sightings of almost exactly 21 years ago to the day. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Aliens Explored with me, Stu Jackson. And me, Neil Kelly. And uh, do you know what? We forgot to do something in the last episode, uh, which went out on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forgot to wish our listeners a Happy New Year. So, Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> happy New Year, indeed. A uh, bit of a peek behind the curtain. We do record these a little bit in advance. Uh, so for us, we haven't actually gotten to the new year yet. So I'm hoping it's everything that everybody's predicting, that the world will be a completely different place just because the clocks have turned over. Um, um, yeah, it's all saying, you know, 2020's been really shit. I can't wait for 2021. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah, it doesn't work like that. You can't just turn a page of the calendar and it... You know, a 20- lot of people seem to be hanging their hopes on it, though, which, um, uh, fair enough. Well, you know, 2020 started badly anyway, didn't it, with it, you know, coming to realise what kind of government had been elected just before Christmas <laughs> and how you know, ragingly inept and corrupt and incompetent and, yeah, self-serving, they, they what government yeah. we've elected. And we- murder hornets. Don't forget the murder hornets. And the murder hornets, yeah. We forgot about the murder hornets. Yeah, they've they kind of been, Yeah, what what happened to them? Was it, yeah. was it was it something that was all blown out of all proportion? Yeah, yeah, and the country's on fire. Yeah, but anyway, we're in twenty twenty one now, so the world's a completely different place. Apparently. Absolutely, welcome to the uh, welcome to the future, everyone. <laughs> this is this is. And we're we're three minutes in, and we've already digressed. Well, yeah, yes, <laughs> we haven't even said what we're talking about. <laughs> but uh, in keeping uh, with 
uh, it being early January. We're going back 20 years and we're going over to the United States of America uh, to Illinois. So in Illinois, January the 5th, 2000, there's quite a famous UFO encounter at, at the time. At the time, yeah, it, it certainly got a lot of coverage. It was called the Claire Triangle, the UFO over Illinois, the South, Southern Illinois UFO, or Highland Illinois UFO, um, sighted on January the 5th over the towns of Highland, Dupo, Lebanon, Shiloh, Summerfield, Millstadt, and O'Fallon, Illinois, um, shortly after, beginning shortly after 4 a.m. Um, the yeah. incident was featured in several television shows, including Seeing is Believing, a Discovery Channel special, UFOs over Illinois, and an episode of the sci-fi series Proof Positive. Sufjan Stevens included this incident in the song concerning the UFO sighting near Highland, Illinois, from his 2005 album, Illinois. So that's straight from Wikipedia. So, so given how famous it is, mm. uh, the question I'm going to ask you, Neil, had you heard of it before? No. So, um, But it was 2005, it was 15 years ago, so... Uh, 2000. Oh, sorry, 2000, yeah, 2000, so 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years um, ago, but a very famous case. And let's face it, you were around 20 years ago. <laughs> I, I was definitely around 20 years ago, yeah. Um, what was so, I doing, doing 20 years ago? I was, I was um, actually, I'd, I'd just got a, a nice job. I'd, I left right. a really bad job in June 2000, one that I, I hated, and got one that I really liked in September 2000. And I thought, right. this, is, this is the one for me. This is what I want to do. And I was made redundant in June 2001. And that was okay. it. <laughs> now, uh, the, the, the thing I'm intrigued to hear, so there's been quite a few of these cases that we've talked about in general, mm. um, where as a person uh, new to UFO culture, mm. um, you'd not heard of them, yet you find out how famous these things are. Does it... I don't want to lead your comments. I mm. think I'd be struggling to do so if I tried, to be honest. But um, does it strike you as a bit odd that there are some of these really big, famous things happening that you just never heard of? Um. Well, my my media studies clicking in. I know the media work to an agenda. Mm -hmm. um, that certain. Mainly tabloid newspapers set the agenda, which the broadcast news news um, the broadcast news follow that agenda largely. So there are certain things that that just don't make the news, especially if they're things that that don't interest them or don't serve their interests. Um, I don't think this comes into that category. Um, I, I think this is. I don't know, this is more about, oh, it's just another sighting in the sky, just another UFO sighting, and, um, well, there, there have been a lot of them, so I guess they don't really make the news anymore. I, I, mean, I find so, that terrifying. So, <laughs> well, certainly the, the President of the USA releasing footage of UFOs and kind of tacitly admitting that, you know, we've been visited, or appearing to admit that, um, that's news, I can see that, but but just people seeing something in the sky... And reporting it, which can't be verified, um, doesn't we, we seem to have got used to it, you know, since since UFOs are first sighted in what just after the Second World War, 
or before well the... I'm, I'm going to swing that straight back round to see so he said somebody saw it and it can't be verified well mm. here's here's the circumstance that's not just one person mm. um, and in fact amongst the people who saw it you've got four police officers yeah who saw it you've got photographic evidence yeah um, it's you know, um, it's a big deal, and it remains a huge mystery to this day. I mean, why more mm. people aren't talking about it is I, I find quite kind of strange. Yeah, um, I, I guess the people who listen to our podcast will be talking about it because they're they're interested in those things, <laughs> and maybe maybe it has become that. It's like um, it's like a crop circle that won't make the news either, but it's it's just. But it's of interest to people who are interested in crop circles. Mm. Um, maybe. maybe it's an maybe interesting maybe. thing, anyway. The, the side, sort of, the psychology, cultural psychology, of it. I, I find it a bit odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I'm sure there are publications where it it does appear. I'm sure it's mentioned in uh, uh, publications like the Fortean Times. But no, I can see how it wouldn't make a daily newspaper, it, especially if it happened in another country. Now there there are there are reports of such sightings of these black triangle UFOs being spotted in the UK. And there mm-hmm. was a wave of them. Um, again, I'm reading from Wikipedia a declassified report from the UK Ministry of Defence assessing addressing. Unidentified aerial phenomena is, is that just what they call? They don't want to call it UFO. They want to call it yes. UAP. Yes. I guess maybe it's a more accurate or it's a more generalised term, isn't it? It's saying we've seen something in the sky. Um, it might have looked like an object, but it might not necessarily have been an object. And that's what they're saying about these black triangle sightings, which is the kind that was seen over Illinois on January the fifth, two thousand. Um. The report includes the statement that the majority, if not all of the hitherto unexplained reports, may well be due to atmospheric gaseous electrically charged buoyant plasmas that are capable of being transported at enormous speeds under the influence and balance of electrical charges in the atmosphere. Right. Um, and at least some of them arise from meet- likely arise from meteor entry into the atmosphere. I think so. I'm looking at the photograph uh, oh. of the this Illinois UFO, oh. a triangular craft with a central light and a light on each of its um, points, uh, very clearly defined. That's really not gas. Uh, now, oh, I, don't, I mean, it looks like it looks like there is some kind of object in between. So, as you said, what we're looking at is a triangle with the light slightly off-centre. I mean, if, it, if it's flying downwards towards the bottom of the picture, well, not crashing into the ground, but it was spotted by, you know, from, from under because it flew overhead, taken from behind almost. Um, so that, that central light is nearer nearer to the front light, which actually looks like flames. Um, I think perhaps you're looking at a, a different photo to me. Right, uh, so but I can see, also see a fifth light... Which is much smaller and diminished, um, but so I, I can the... see what looks like an, an object. I mean, it, it looks like the the light is reflecting something that's in there, and um, 
you seem to have disappeared. Are you still there? Yes, yes. No, I'm still here. For the benefit of our listeners, oh, you're showing me a picture. I'm actually right, showing okay. Neil because uh, we're do- we're right. recording remotely because of safety for COVID. Okay. So um, that's the photo I'm looking at, Neil. Is oh, that the same right. one you're looking at? Uh, yeah. Can you see my cursor? No, you probably can't. Can no, you? I can't. Right. No, you, you're you not see, sharing your screen. No, but you see that those those two lights that are sort of in the centre. Mm-hmm. If that picture was taken from behind, well, there was a, a third lesser light behind that. Okay. Uh, but that might have been a reflection of something, okay. or. Um, but at least one of those lights looks like the tail fire of a of, a, an air, of jet aircraft. But then it will be going in the wrong direction. Well, there's that. Um, Maybe it is going it, in that direction. The speed it was moving, which has been calculated at about 55 kilometres an hour, that's a bit slow for a jet aircraft, isn't it? Um, 55 kilometres per hour, yeah. It's yeah. very, very slow for a jet aircraft. I imagine only one with, with hovering capability like a Harrier mm. or the modern equivalent. Would have that would have the capability to fly so slowly without dropping out of the sky. Yeah, so I think we can rule out. Um, or, or an A ten warthog, you know, a ground attack aircraft that can fly at that speed. Okay. Um, yeah, it's so. This is an interesting. Let's say you've got these really high quality witnesses. You've got four police officers. Mm. Um, having seen it, you've got this photographic evidence. I mean, thoughts de- decry it, you know. Yeah, <sighs> please. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I mean, this report by the UK Ministry of Defence states that it occasionally it seems that a field with as yet undetermined characteristics can exist between certain charged buoyant objects in loose formation, such that, depending on the viewing aspect, the intervening space between the lights looks like a solid object, because it, it, um, it, light is not being reflected. But in your picture, that's definitely a craft, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's nonsense. Mm. Um, I can understand what they're talking about. Like, so if we look back at a previous episode, the Phoenix Lights, mm. um, I can see how that could apply there. But, but yeah. this is not the case here. This is definitely clearly defined with with sharp edges. It's you know, it's yeah, mm. yeah. It looks I, like, I mean, uh, they, they say there's been a, a wave of these these black triangle sightings. I, I can imagine that. They're not all caused by the by the same phenomena. Well, the, it is a subcategory of UFO types that the triangular craft, but there are many different varieties within that category, and oh. and I'm more than happy to acknowledge that yes, some of those are going to be man-made objects, some of them are going to be natural events. Oh. Um, so that's really the idea here is to talk about it so we can determine what was this a man-made object was it a natural event i think looking at the the photographic evidence that i've seen and and the testimony um from the witnesses i think it's very easy to rule out a natural occurrence it's definitely a an object of some description it's definitely under 
actual control it made course corrections mm. um, as it was seen I think it's fair to rule out um, secret craft because if you've got a secret experimental craft like for the military you're not going to fly it over a <laughs> a you would, populated area where you, you it's would, gonna get you would seen. think they wouldn't you would think they wouldn't <laughs> you would think they'll, they'll be very very restricted to um testing areas and they, they you know, they've got enough of them in, exactly in america, and, and especially in america where they've place. got so much space yeah um it's yeah. it's yeah i mean it's you wouldn't more be able difficult to do that in here the UK. no it is much more difficult here but you know i would think they would te- you know Perhaps take yeah. them out to well, see and test them, but I mean, I know that I know that our army, um, if they want to really train using live ammunition, I mean, you do an awful lot of training, firing blanks and whatever. But if they mm. want to train troops for a proper, full-on assault with and the soldiers have got live rounds in their rifles, they've got artillery support, they've got tanks firing rounds, they've got air, they've got air support, whatever. They have to go to Canada for that. There's nowhere mm. in Europe that you can do that because yeah. there's no you, know, you fire a, you fire a high velocity round um, that's going that's going to eventually come into contact with someone because there just isn't the room no no indeed so that's uh, so to my mind at least we can rule out military experimental aircraft unless it was one that you know Unless they have actually gone totally rogue, and, and just saying, "Well, sod it, you know, we're we're the military. We'll go where we like. We'll do what we like. We don't care about your air traffic control." I mean, it'd be ah. hugely irresponsible. Well, as much as this thing was seen, I believe it wasn't seen on radar. Hmm. Yeah, but you know, the U.S. military in particular has spent billions developing craft that can't be seen on radar oh yes that's yes what, that's what the, the stealth bombers and fighters were supposed to be and even that it's radar. not that they can't be seen at all as i understand it they have a low radar um, yeah image. they still have to um be careful how they fly the thing um well you know if you see an if you see an enemy aircraft with your naked eye you're probably it's too late to do anything really <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I honestly don't think this is what we're looking at here. Um, I know we have Delta Wing craft, but mm. there is still a clear delineation between the wings and they, they have to have a tail. Um, they've still got um, a fuselage of sorts. Yeah, they'd have a fuselage because that's where, that's where all the command and control is, but that, that yeah. can be incorporated into the... You could just have a triangle shape and a central part that... Yeah, from from the outside, it's not obviously well, know, a, yes. a fuselage, um, but it effect, effectively it is. And and all the aircraft that that have taken place like that have been extremely long, um, you know, very large wingspans, and um, and they've still had tails. Um. Yeah, but I don't I don't know how much they can get away. With. You know, they've they've found all sorts of. I mean, I think with with. Some of the drones we've seen, the military drones, they they don't have tails in the in the normal sort of way. I think, yeah, you 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 have we have seen some that are just a flying wing, effectively. Okay, but again, you're talking a long wingspan, so it's not a 
I mean, this this what we're looking at here is an equilateral triangle, mm. um, and the ones with the wingspans are delta aircraft. They're they're long, thin things. Yeah, they're, they're not e- equilateral triangles. They wouldn't be able to get the lift. No. Um, with an equilateral triangle, so there's something else. Clearly, some mm. non-standard propulsion with this thing. Yeah. Even if it's man-made, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to. It's a, so it's a new year and it's a new attitude. Yeah. I'm willing to accept that there are some man-made things. Um, but yeah, I'm willing to. Yeah. It, Perfectly willing to accept that the, the military are developing or experimenting with with concept aircraft, or particularly the military, um, and that they wouldn't want to announce them. Mm. Um, but that, that, but then they wouldn't fly them somewhere where people could. Where a lot of people are going to see them, like flying it over a city. Absolutely, and bear in mind this technology would now be twenty years old as well so uh while it can take a long time um i know they they denied the whole um stealth bomber thing for a long time after it had been seen um but 20 years is an awful long time to not see any signs of this tech because it's clearly a different form of technology to normal aircraft i I remember after the um the the um the space shuttle blew up in 86 the um what was it? The um, Challenger. Challenger. The Challenger blew up. Um, that one of the comments made was that, of course, they're all based on old technology. It takes so long to develop these things from when you conceive it to when it's actually there. That could be that could be fifteen or twenty years. Mm. So by the time it's actually there, it actually exists and it's flying. Well, that's based on on technology that's fifteen years old. I mean, it's not yeah. often, but I, I can imagine the military. Yeah, in, in some areas they, they would have the scope, the possibility of of incorporating new technologies as they're developed. But that's always very risky. I mean, I, I've worked on IT projects where you're trying to get this project off the ground and there'll always be some bright spark technician, engineer, saying, oh, well, we can do this and we can do that. We can do it's not in the original spec. You know, this is, this is all new stuff that people, you know, gee whiz stuff that you've read about. Um, that, mm. All right, it's available, but we we can't just put all these new bells and yeah, they they want to put all these bells and whistles on things to make mm. to make them sort of super duper and fun. But no, you know, we need to worry about delivering the basic system, the thing that yes. will work, the thing that will that will meet the business need that was originally identified. You know, yeah. Not, not yeah, but that that's the thing with technicians, engineers, you have to rein them in. That's what a project manager does. So say no, no, that's not what. This is the spec. This is what you'll create. You know, this is what you'll make. But I can imagine with the military, the blue sky thinking. You know, well, well, yeah, but let, so let's say you know this was a different type of with a completely different type of propulsion system. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, like like you said, you know, they're not going to be flying over a populated area, even if that's the case. Not, not, like not this. on purpose, not unless they lost control of it. They but lost, they were doing they course the of their kite, you know? and, and even then, you look, oh look, there's a city there. Right, well, turn left to avoid the city then. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> you've got visual confirmation. It's 4am, so that, you know the sun's coming up. You've got, you're bound to have lights. 
I I find it hard to to believe that this was just an ex and it was and and it was over the city for such a long time as well. Mm. Um, you know, it wasn't just seen and then oh, it's winked out, it's gone. Uh, this was an extended period of time, which is how they were able to calculate its speed at around fifty-five kilometers an hour. So, uh, accepting that it is actually visitors from another world, another dimension, or whatever, what would be their thinking of that? They think, okay, we're over a populated area; they can plainly see us, um, and we don't care because there's, there's nothing they can do about us. They can't shoot us down or anything like that. We can just mess with them. We can just. Well, or, or we can just observe them and not care about the fact that they see us because we, we don't care. Well, that's applying human thinking. Mm. That's applying human psychology. Um, I, I, I think it would be almost impossible for us to tell the motives or the the, the reasons for patterns of behavior for otherworldly beings because mm. they're exactly that otherworldly um you know our i can imagine the captain of the ship saying it's all right they can't see us because we're in stealth mode and the engineer says oh um when did sorry when did we decide stealth mode because <laughs> I, I I we've been here for an hour now i didn't switch it on you know? <laughs> they forgot to switch on the yeah. cloaking device. are you sure you told me that <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> I love this idea you've got that it's just a, a farce in space. I like. <laughs> well, yeah, I like to think anything's a farce because it helps, it helps me deal with the world. <laughs> oh, I can relate to that. I can relate to that, and I'm sure many of our listeners can too. Um, so let's summarise what we think about uh, the January 2000 Illinois UFO. Um, so Neil, I mean, what do you reckon? Is it is it otherworldly craft? Um, I don't know. I mean, the picture you showed me is the most compelling evidence I've seen of an otherworldly craft, but I can't rule out that it's that it's it, its origins are terrestrial. But yeah, what would it be doing there without anyone? You can't you can't just fly aircraft wherever you like. I mean. My brother bought me a drone for my birthday. There's nowhere I can fly it around here. I'd get in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so flying a large aircraft over a city, yeah, I can imagine it's very. Yeah, I imagine the paperwork's a nightmare. Mm. Um, um, as opposed to other phenomena, whether whether it's just normal aerial aerial you know, plasma and magnetic fields, or or whether it's um, atmospheric conditions. That, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, that looks like a craft. That definitely looks like a craft. No mistake. Yep. And it looks like it's heading away from us. That, that that picture's been taken from below and behind. But, don't know. I mean, well, maybe, with an equilateral triangle, how could you possibly know? I mean, maybe one of the advantages of having an equilateral triangle shape like that is that you can suddenly fly off in any direction. Yeah. Yeah, could be. You know, you can just suddenly... That's how you change direction so fast, because you don't have to actually turn the thing. You just suddenly decide that, oh, actually, the other this other point of the triangle is is the front. We'll go that way, is the nose. Yeah, possibly. So, yeah, I can't, I can't dismiss it. I can't say, well, that's, that's nothing. Well, it's just whatever. Um, so you're, the jury's out for you, then? The jury's out, yeah. I mean, the, 
the the picture I'm looking at in on the Wikipedia page, which could be the same craft, but all you can really see are the lights with some suggestion of some sort of form between them. Yeah, with that I could say, well, yeah, that could be aerial phenomena. That could be aircraft flying in formation. But yours is a bit more. <coughs> well. I, I I'm absolutely convinced that this one's otherworldly. I mean, so, Kelsapri's right. <laughs> of course, yeah. So, so, where did your picture come from? Uh, this is one of the photos that was taken by one of the police officers, I believe. Because it looks like whoever took it was also in the air. Like they were uh, I think they were they were up high at the time. Yeah, because you can see the city below. So yeah, yeah. That photo looks very yeah like a very real. UFO, mm. so. Exactly, um, and we've ruled out um, it being yeah, it's a, an, mm. a, an optical illusion. Uh, we think it's highly unlikely that it's a military experimental aircraft. Uh, it has been put forward that it might that it was most likely a blimp because of its speed and the sound it was making. Well, mm. to my knowledge, you don't get triangular blimps. Uh, and it's also interesting to note that the blimp companies have all been contacted um, mm. who were operating at the time, and none of them had records of any craft flying at that time. Yeah, and, and so, so that would be on, on air traffic yeah. control as well. Exactly, and there's no records whatsoever. People have tried to pass it off as a blimp. Oh, well, that's obviously what it is, so shut up. You know, no. <laughs> no, it's 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 not as simple as that. Uh, like I say, these amazing quality witnesses as well. Um, I know I use the the term smoking gun um, probably more than I should. <laughs> yeah, but I really think this is yeah, this is this is pretty evidential stuff. I mean, what um, what we said earlier about some of these UFOs, yeah, you know, they're, they're they're invisible to radar, but people have seen them. Um, there was a wave, what was called the Belgian wave, between 1989 and 1992. Um, Black Triangle UFOs have been claimed to be visible to radar. Um, during the Belgian UFO wave, two Belgian Air Force F-16s attempted to intercept an object detected by radar, but the pilots couldn't see it. Right, so that was the opposite but way round. The other way round, yeah. But uh, the entire Belgian UFO wave, however, has been disputed by sceptics. Well, actually, I think all UFO sightings yeah, have been disputed by sceptics. <laughs> That's in their nature. So That's part of the course. Sceptics not believing something. Well, yeah, I yeah. never. <laughs> but okay, but what do you think, listeners, of the Illinois uh, UFO incident? Um are you with with me that it's a an absolute given that this is otherworldly? Are you with Neil sitting on that fence? Uh, mind you, don't get splinters there. Um, or do you believe it's absolute tosh and um, completely completely explainable? Do let us know in it, the it, usual places. Especially if you actually do know. You know, if you're if you're in, oh on yeah, it and you know, we'd love to hear. <laughs> if from you were the pilot, <laughs> yeah. we want to hear from you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, as yet, no pilot has come forward and claimed it, despite yeah. it being a famous case. So that 
I think adds to its uh, adds to its mystery. Uh, but yeah, so do write in and let us know. And let us know if there's any subjects as well, any incidents that you would particularly like us to discuss. Uh, perhaps anything that's happened to you or your family. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to join us next time when we will be going back to the Old West. Um, Ooh, cowboys versus aliens. Cowboys versus aliens in the truest sense of the word. Uh, we will be going back to Aurora and an incident of a spaceship crashing, the occupant living quite happily amongst the people and it being well documented as well. Back in the old west days. Back in the old west. Fantastic. So do join us for that one. In the meantime... Keep watching those skies. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit aliensexplored.com